to the bow average joe and joe boo on your radio ready make a podcast so turn it up because you know we about to mix it up with music sports games and more on the podcast things you think you don't care about ain't nothing but a joe thing baby two guys with mics getting crazy we picking up material daily so don't miss an episode Back to the podcast, things you think you don't care about by average Joe's media. Guys, you know, podcasting comes in, in so many shapes and forms, uh, but make sure you understand what's fair. Make sure you keep it clean. Make sure you know whether or not you've heard it both ways, and make sure you keep it in the game. But guys, top of the dude chain reached out about 45 minutes before we podcasted and said, hey, we need you. Do you want a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Absolutely we do. We love these guys. These guys, awesome. They keep it clean. A variety of topics. I mean, just good family fun overall. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it's something that you may remember. We were with them uh, a little while ago. You know, we, we drove up to Oklahoma, and, uh, you know, they were there. Clearly, because that's where they podcast from. And uh, but with this Corona stuff, they reached out and said, "Hey, let's uh, let's do this thing, this distance thing." So we said, "All right." And uh, you know that wait until the stew drops, uh, or wait until the stew comes out. That was that episode, man. It was fun. It was a good time up there. Uh, but top of the dude chain, they reached out. We said absolutely, and so uh, we want to share with you the crossover that they had. Uh, and that they gave with us and, and allowed us to be a part of, and we really appreciate those guys. And uh, and here it is, with no further ado. But just guys, make sure you know when you're listening, when you're when you're talking, when you're contributing, when you're thinking about it. Just understand, we keep it clean. Hey, what's going on? It's Top of the Dude Chain, and you are lucky because of the quarantine. We were able to get our friends from the Average Joe Media on remotely, which I think this is actually going to change the dynamic of the Dude Chain a little bit. Because I'm kind of digging this remote thing. Uh, would I prefer to have people in studio? Absolutely. But we can have more variety of guests because we can do it remotely we're definitely going to enjoy it so first and foremost thank you josh thank you joey of the average joe media coming on on such short notice and filling in for that slacker jeff who for some reason just doesn't want to do this sometimes <laughs> you bet man glad to do it we're happy to be here man so uh as usual we're going to go off script quarantine update from the do chain uh, had a Twitter burner account suspended and deactivated by uh, by Twitter really yeah got, got a little too political apparently <laughs> a 
Were you uh, spitting some conspiracy theories? No, I just posted a picture of uh, Joe Biden and making fun of his uh, dementia. <laughs> 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 Maybe insensitive a uh, little bit, but uh, yeah, I posted it. There's a pic. I don't know if you guys seen it. Uh, it may not have circulated as well because of the fascism of uh, social media, but it's basically a picture that says his mind question mark, and then it says no, his heart. <laughs> and then a picture of him staring off into space and all that. So, nice. uh, someone talked about Biden winning 50 states, uh, all 50 states, Whoa. or whatnot. And so I just happened to put that there and they uh, deactivated the old burner account. Well, I was listening to, I think, maybe your last episode, or I could be a couple behind where y'all were talking about some different. Uh, situations where you were trolling some people and I, I gotta I gotta admit I was kind of jealous a little bit it's been a long time since I've I've got to partake in that and uh, now would be the, the most optimal time during an election year to have some fun with some oh people. yeah no it's it definitely is a uh, I'll tell you this I'm getting a lot more reactions with this new burner ah, I find what I figured out is if you if you put the right hashtag in there oh yeah because the algorithms so I'll say like the most random thing I'll basically make I mean the biggest thing right now in the political world is 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 Trump basically talking about disinfectants and UV rays yeah and so then apparently if you listen to the transcript do I admit that Trump probably went off script yes do I admit it was the wisest thing or not the wisest thing yes but I just can't make that leap from Probably shouldn't have said that too. He told everyone to drink bleach and inject Lysol. I just, oh, yeah. I can't get it from the transcript. Yeah, so that's was, uh, that's a pretty big jump. That's I who I've that been too. having fun with, are the people who are who are telling people not to, ju you know, drink whatever and all that, and then and then it's you know what idiot would uh, would ever put a disinfectant into their bloodstream kind of stuff? They all do that, and then you can just throw in. Uh, I've been throwing in the ingredients of the standard flu shot, which has formaldehyde in it, and uh, that tends to get them upset. Nice. So well, I got I got to tell you, between um, you know the anti-vaccinators are loving this right now because oh, yeah. now you know this is just uh, telling them, telling them, just confirming to them what they've been saying for so long. Oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm, got, I'm I'm tending to believe it. Then you also have, uh, are you familiar with the 5G thing? Yep, I am. So you got that going on. You're talking about, yeah, you're talking to a conspiracy theorist extraordinaire. Well, we might, we might have to get you to come on ours. We were talking a little bit ahead of this on us kind of getting back at it and uh, some different topics. And I was telling him, I said, man, with some of the stuff we've been seeing online, uh, we should have a conspiracy theory episode. Dude, would, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm incredible. 100% down for conspiracy theories, 100%. <laughs> but you'd be surprised, though. You know, you're talking about Twitter. Um, on Facebook, the censoring had gotten a little bit out of control. Yeah, I put I, uh, Eric Chim uh, Eric Cheramello or whatever it was, the whistleblower that caught uh, Trump making Ukraine deals or whatever, right. and they just they would delete the – every time I put it out there, they delete it. I put his picture out there, they delete it. I mean, I was literally putting it out there. I was spelling it all the e's with back with threes, and they were taking it off. Like they 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 did not want that dude's name out there. 
So back in the in the day, um, I had a political site and blog and web page and everything I was running, and and it was a lot of fun. Um, and it was basically just young Joey thinking he could change the world. If you know, if you just tried to talk to the left wing nut jobs, you could help them understand. You know, a middle ground. Of course, that didn't really work. No. I did make some good friends online, though. You know, some people that we could have civil discord with. But uh, during discourse, discourse. Well, you know, it's discord is. Right, <laughs> you might be fighting somebody. Hey, English language overrated, man. It really is. I mean, here's the thing. It's been a while since. I mean, he's heard it both so ways. I'm sure. I have heard it both ways. But anyways, um, during Obama's first term. Um, when they were trying to pass the Affordable Care Act, they had appointed a social media czar. And uh, this guy put out a bunch of different postings, and it was actually on the Whitehouse.gov website, instructions to the American people. And it said, if you or your neighbors are confused about what the ACA is or if they're spreading you know, negative remarks about it, please send that, report that to us at red flag or red flag at whitehouse.gov so that we can reach out to them and try to educate them. And I went on this gigantic political tirade, you know, about, uh, you know, asking Americans to report other Americans and this, that, and the other. And uh, so my page got suspended. The group got suspended. Uh, they, they just. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not a free platform, free thinking platform for sure, which is fine. Well, I it mean, is at first. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying it's it's fine if, if you're a you're a publicly traded company. So like you're a business and you can run that business however you want. It's just the, the it's the 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 hypocrisy in it in the sense that you can't talk about one subject, but you can talk about another subject because it agrees with your company, yet you go to eight chan or four chan who allows anyone to say anything and they need to be taken off the internet altogether. Does that make sense? There's gotta be, there's gotta be a, a platform for both. Well, people, there was a history teacher um, a couple of years ago that had, um, I think it was a history teacher professor, but they were gonna post uh, a piece of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution every day leading up to the something something anniversary of it, right? Around right. 4th of July and all that. And he, it was all those posts were taken down as um, hate speech, like the algorithm on Facebook. And yeah. I had a buddy who's been probably in December started a, a, a group because he was getting a lot of people hating on him. So he just said, hey, if you want to join my group, I'm going to keep posting stuff about this. So he was reporting on China and the coronavirus and just some of that crazy stuff going back into December. And so... Um, they started taking his stuff down in a private group and it wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything conspiracy either. It was like legitimate limited comments with articles from legitimate news sources. And, um, they started I, shutting everything down. I think legitimate news sources. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a little oxymoron there. Yeah. There are very many legitimate news sources out there these days. Yeah. I mean, but you guys got to understand, I guess that, uh, just like it's freedom of speech to put everything up there on your page, it's also freedom of speech or expression or whatever for those sites to take it down. Right, and I that's mean, that's all I'm saying. That is, everything. 
That's all I'm saying is, is like, I don't, if, if face, I mean, don't use Facebook if that's going to be the issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. But on the other side is you can't have all the, all the Facebook lovers who think that Facebook has the right to do that, to turn around and, and demand that something else be taken down because it doesn't, it's, it's less about the, the restriction yep. of hate speech and more about the restriction of someone else's viewpoint well, is, is what they? we've gone to. Yeah, Where were terrible. they when foreign governments were using their platform to tamper with our election? Huh. I mean, it, it seems to me that they should be spending less time trying to police American citizens and more time and effort on all these. What know, are you saying, Joe? What, yeah. what am I saying? What are you saying? I mean, are you are you saying that uh, Russia did tamper with the elections? Well, I'm not saying Russia. Or, I'm not, sorry, foreign countries. I apologize for oh, yeah. singling, singling Russia out. Yeah, no, I believe that foreign countries as well as covert states, if you will, different uh, intelligent organizations, I think they're using social media for misinformation and, and, and an effort to try to divide the country all the time. Right. You think the yeah. United States does it? Oh, I'm sure we do. I think that's my biggest thing is is I think our government, I think, this is what I think, I think 95% of the world's population could get along with each other just fine. And it's the yeah. 5% in power that want to drive <laughs> division. And, and that's the purpose for their own self-serving purposes. Yep. It's all self-serving. And well, that, that's my issue. It's a double-edged sword that I think that we as a society have lost perspective on. So back in the day before media, before internet, what, what did I say? You just got Joey perked up there. Why don't you start talking politics? <laughs> I did, I, I did. Mean, once you opened up the politics door, Joey ran through that sucker. But I'll, I'll keep it brief. <laughs> no, but, um, no, I'm like, I, the train's already left the station, so Speak I got to I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say it. Yeah. But anyway, so back in I'll the day. I'll go to right wing. Yeah, I'll, I'll try not to. Um, but uh, information, when it was limited, when there wasn't uh, freedom of the press, there wasn't this ability to get information out there, uh, people could use it to control other people. Um, and so the idea of the internet and web pages and social media and people being able to report things, it was a great idea because it would, I think people's mindset was it'll hold us all accountable. There can't be any uh, mass. Uh, movements to try to confuse or, or uh, misinform people as a result of it. But people have taken it, gone to the far extreme now to where now you don't even know what's reliable. So who trusts what anymore? You know, you got CNN with gigantic typographical errors on their social media posts. They're, they're posting and, and citing things that they have to go and redact. Um, same thing. I mean, there really isn't a legitimate news source anymore. Well, yeah, 95% of all media sources are owned by uh, six companies yeah. and essentially six people. Speaking well, of conspiracy, uh, Operation... Don't believe everything you read. Or oh, yeah. See. Operation Mockingbird, look it up. You have to do that. We don't have a media. We have a... Uh, so we, we, we slam uh, places like North Korea and China and Russia because they push propaganda. But we have the same exact thing here. We just, it's, it's cloned as media. You have, uh, even though we have 
news sources on opposite sides of the aisle. It's called uh, controlled opposition. So yeah. you 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 basically have the opposition push uh, the stories that you wanted to push, so that when you do come to an agreement among the news sources, then the masters are like, it has to be you know, the truth because both sides are are talking about it. You know, right. i.e., coronavirus, in my opinion, is one of those those instances. Well, if you guys ever get a chance to, if you haven't watched it, but it, I believe it was called Newsroom. Yep. Dude, that uh, is a great show. Isn't it? I loved yeah. that. And I thought Cut it was, short way too early. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was just a really great, great, honest storytelling of how n the news itself, journalism, has really lost its way. But I still think it's propaganda. <laughs> uh, I still think I still think it's is. I still think it's trying to, to get you to realize that hey, there's still some anchors out there major anchors out there that are uh, trying to do the right thing which I think if you've made it to the top of, of your field in the media I don't I think you're compromised have you ever um, that's, that's potentially fair I you know I mean Jeffrey Epstein's a perfect example uh, have y'all seen that video of that that news reporter talking about how they had all the Jeffrey Epstein stuff three years ago yep. and the administration pushed it out and and and, and snuffed it that yeah. whole video about the the occult and the sex trafficking and how far deep it goes into society with people with money and power and everything that 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 whole that whole thing was wild dude it's you've only touched epstein is just the tip of the iceberg here's all i'm gonna say because i don't want to get into it i can definitely come on your podcast and talk about it here's all yeah. i'm gonna say is is don't get too attached to your favorite actor athlete musician politician whatever just distance yourself from them uh at the moment because you could end up like a kevin spacey fan and uh have all types of disappointments well one thing i will say to that <clears throat> is that uh you know after um watching that and trying to be you you, you hear it because i think one of the things in that video it talked about was like you've got to try to allow yourself to break through that barrier of being aware of things and being open to hearing things Co it's, yeah it's called a cognitive dissonance yeah like you have to you have to accept the fact that things are probably worse than you want them to be so now that i'm more aware of it if i'm watching different things you know because there's a handful of those people i'll be like yeah that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense but then i've been much more aware of the symbolism used in certain things yep. and um, it's gotten hard man because there's some people that I really like or there might be some shows that I really enjoy but now I'm questioning like why Why is that in there you know like why are they showing yeah. that right now what is that what does that have to do with it well I definitely start to see the political lean in a lot of stuff these days yes yes even you know I mean any of it you know I was just whether it's political or whether it's some just agenda yeah it i mean it doesn't specifically have to deal with politics for it to just be an agenda that somebody's pushing no definitely well, Bill You're absolutely right. put out a book about the progressive left highways probably been 10 or 15 years ago and it was uh it was really really spot on and like everything i think it was it was pretty spot on for the time but if you look at how 
they've introduced things into into pop culture and and how things just the needle is moving so rapidly fast now to where things 20 years ago would have been unheard of and would have been there had been cries and outrage over are now just mainstream oh yeah no you're absolutely right but i do think the good thing is because we talk about internet and censorship and all thing and all that i think the good thing about social media is it was a beast that grew too fast like i think i think it's true a small group of people were able to control the media the news social media got too far out of hand that they weren't able to wrangle it in uh before it started opening people's eyes and and now like you and like like we've talked about earlier is like we can see the censorship in the social media realm right now as we speak we can see the the deception that's pushed through it you know i mean and that uh, and the reason it's starting to get like i mean trump won the election with social media yeah. The news source would push something. He would turn around and provide the real data or the real video or, or the unedited version of something, the raw uncut something. And we, we started to realize like, yeah, there's, there's something going on here. There's something, you know, he's coined the phrase fake news and everyone kind of laughed at him. But then I guarantee you, everybody's starting to look at that. Like there, there's some, there's a morsel of credibility to, to what he's saying in that sense. See, the biggest thing about the whole fake news thing is, that I found uh, intriguing was all of the uh, statistics that showed that uh, he was going to lose. Yeah. Moving up uh, through the on you know election day or whatever. Yeah. Uh, until the end, he was he was projected by all the mainstream media to lose the election. Two percent chance. Right, and he somehow pulls it out. Just like that that many people went and voted or whatever. Uh, there in the eleventh hour. I mean, come on. Well, the poll, yeah, the polls are used to. Y'all watch Narcos? I've seen. Seen uh, some of it. Some of it. I've oh, seen you've seen all of it. They they discuss that. They discuss that in the Narcos Mexico one this past season. They discuss that very thing where they they rigged the polls so that the people who were who were gun, who would potentially vote for the underdog realized he was behind by thirty something points. And so they just didn't make it a point to get out and vote. Whereas, then if you if you if you had someone who was within striking distance, you would have rallied the the masses to come out and vote. And that's what right. they do. And that's what they were trying to do with Clinton and and, and Trump. You have a ninety eight percent chance. Well, well, the purpose of that was Clinton's a shoe in. There's no purpose in me getting out and voting for my guy because he's only got a two percent chance. Right. Problem is is. Uh, I'll tell you the poll that that's been spot on, and only missed uh, and only missed this past the 2016 election by like a percentage point was uh, I the IBD the International Business Daily Tip poll. So if you just Google IBD TIPP poll during the election, uh, once the general election starts, they've been they've been right every election and they've only missed i think the, the biggest margin of error was like less than two percent really and they they picked trump everyone kind of discounted because they picked trump but uh they're actually right like they, it's a there's some legitimate polling uh avenues the out there there's legitimacy everywhere there's an equal <clears throat> amount of 
a lack of legitimacy or illegitimacy mm-hmm. as there is legitimacy in right. what gets what gets pushed, what gets out there. What is gets the illegit. Right. So, I mean, this whole conversation is basically the reason why I stopped watching television, uh, like live TV news, whatever. Uh, I stopped doing that like four or five years ago because I'd rather just turn on a, a TV show and watch something that's entertaining rather than try to read between the lines. Yeah. Everywhere. And Do you know so, what I've been watching? Alf. <laughs> Classic. That's good. It's a great show, man. Great show. Well, you just can't. Uh, I mean, Try to build Monkey Brewster. Hey, they're rebooting that for, uh, or they're doing a, an updated version with her and I guess her family on that new Peacock streaming service they're trying to start. Okay. Really, Monkey Brewster. Yeah. Dude, uh, one of the, one of the Punky Brewster episodes I remember specifically scared the the living daylights out of me, man. I forgot which one it was. I just remember. Like thinking to myself, I'm never watching this show again. Nice. Was it was it the uh was it there one where is either her or Cherry were gonna get picked up by like a trafficker? No, no, this was like some sort of cave that had some demon or something in it. I don't know. There was you guys remember way Dude, Punky Brewster's not as innocent as people wanted to. No, there was I had a similar experience with one where I think it might have been her backstory or something. There was one of those episodes where somebody was abandoned or left behind. And I remember my dad at the time, he well, not at the time, as long as he was around, whatever job he did, I had to go on it with him. And he was doing one hour delivery. And I was like seven, six or seven or something. And um, he, was taking with, he was taking me with him and he was supposed to run a package in a warehouse and you're like development it was gone for like an hour and i was hyperventilating like i thought i this is just like what happened on punky booster i've been abandoned hopefully i can find a rich person to adopt me like it was horrible i remember figure out how y'all remember so many details i remember that i don't know if you guys watched uh webster remember that show yes Uh, webster was was the one with the dad was the the, uh, former bear yeah and so like he goes to this house and looks through the keyhole and sees like essentially this mannequin and it freaks him out y'all remember that one no because i chunked the deuce to that show too for that reason that i'm like dude so there's <laughs> how do y'all remember how do y'all remember these dude they scar you so man. Vividly, man they scar you they, and what it was is they basically kept uh their deceased daughter's room exactly how it was and what he was seeing was the back of a doll or something well i want to say they dealt with sexual abuse on um Facts of Life. Okay. Okay. Facts of Life is the one with uh, Joe and Blair and the old lady with the uh, red hair. Okay, I'm wrong show. Um, silver, not Silver Spoon. Step you're by pro- step. Let's, no. let's just throw them all out there. No, you're thinking no, of... Uh, uh, with Willis. What you talking about, what, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? Is that Different Strokes? Yeah, that's it. Different yeah, strokes. Different strokes, yeah. I yes, they dealt. Dude, different strokes came real. They had. Uh, they dealt with eating disorders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they dealt with drug addiction. Saved by the Bell, drug addiction. I'm so excited. Yeah. No dose, yeah. caffeine pills. I, I'm a, I'll say addiction. this: different strokes took a li- took it a little more seriously than than Saved by the Bell. Well, I'm sure they did. Serious, and that time when we were well, watching it right. is relative. I'll we tell you. Think about, we were watching it. We were watching it as reruns, though. 
Because that show was was being those episodes are being put out what in the late seventies? No, early eighties. Saved by the Bell. No, no, I'm talking about. I thought we were talking about. Oh, different strokes. Oh, different strokes. Yes, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Now, Saved by the Bell, you're looking in nineties. I mean, you grew up with that show. Watching that in real time. And that we were were waiting every week for the new one to come out. Right. And I was telling my wife this, like, because I'm trying to get her to watch Alf with me. My kids love it. My wife wants nothing to do with it. But I'm, I'm like, Alf is one of those things where you, because like Saved by the Bell, 90210, um, and there are a handful of other ones where you could watch, you could just turn on the TV and those things were playing yeah. all hours of the day. Yep. And if if you're bored one summer, eventually you could you could watch every episode. I've seen it. I mean, obviously seen every episode of Saved by the Bell and maybe 90210. Alf was never one of those shows. So I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I mean, well, I, I got cut off. It seemed like uh, pretty early on. Yeah, it did. It only had and four seasons. Kind of made a bit of a resurgence. What are you watching Alf on? Uh, Amazon Prime. The IMBD uh, is playing it with with ads. Okay. So it's free. Uh, nice. That's the best. That's the only way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, because we had the we had a DVD box set of one of the seasons uh, when the kids were younger. Like Jordan really liked it. But I was of gonna tell Alf? You, you have a yeah. DVD box season of Alf? Yeah, I think we borrowed it from Kelly and Brian. Dude, you're going to have to like get that thing gold-plated yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I don't know if I still have it, but I remember we were growing up, uh, uh, Nanny, my grandmother, I mean, you. I think you guys both knew her, Betty. Um, she made sure that uh, we had full sets of the Happy Meal toys or the Burger King toys and stuff and the little action figures you'd mail off the post. That's why thing. you have all those collections at your office. Yeah, that's uh, where it comes from. Yeah, uh, and so we had um, we, Burger King was doing an Alf thing, man, like with these little stuffed animals, but they were also shelling out the little uh, mini records. You know, you'd have to put the yellow thing in the center of it for it to play on the record player. Uh huh. Isn't that wild? Like, you have uh, that Happy Meal toy. Because we're coming back Alfred. to records are making the, their way back though. It's true. They are now. I literally just had that conversation at the house yesterday. We were going through stuff in the garage and um, my mom was telling me she had some vinyl. She's going to get rid of it. I said, don't hold up on it. I no, don't get rid of that. Trying to find me a decent, uh, you know, record player. I can hook up with some speakers and stuff because in addition to wanting to collect a little bit of it, I want to start buying some of the modern stuff they're releasing on vinyl. Um, yeah. Vinyl supposedly the best way to listen to it. You should be able to find a pretty good record player nowadays. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have a, a thousand of them on Amazon, and you guys, you, you know how I love Amazon. Oh yeah, but, uh, surprised you don't already have one. <laughs> Josh, Josh has got all my grandfather's old country records, and he has one. Um, but I'm, I want one that's like a, a little bit smaller that has some Bluetooth capability. Mm. Bluetooth record player. Record players with Bluetooth capability. Yeah, I think you're kind of taken away from the purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what Bluetooth capabilities would you want for this vinyl record to be playing and then yeah. shoving it what, to the to speakers? Like yeah. Bluetooth from the record to speakers? Yeah. Okay. So Bluetooth speakers, or you want the capability of to listen to records and also play streaming music from your phone? Because I could see no. that. I That's could see where the confusion I think is, is but if you're yeah if you're if you're trying to stream if you're trying to send the record player music to a Bluetooth speaker then you're defeating the whole purpose because it has to compress the music right 
I'm gonna take a step back. Dude, you're gonna make a lot of <laughs> audio files extremely yeah. angry. You know what I'm what I'm wanting. What I'm wanting is I would like to have, um, like right now, I have some old computer speakers that I have a Google uh, Bluetooth thing plugged into. What I'm saying is I'd like to I'd like to have a record player, whether it be wired in or or Bluetooth. I'd like to be able to invest in some nice speakers, so that right. I could stream music to it or I could listen to it on a record player. So I got you. I wasn't uh, specific. I get what you're saying. Oh, if man, you, I, it's time for a crawfish boil, Joe. That, you know they only walk backwards. <laughs> I guarantee, yeah, that, that, that's fair. But yeah, man, vinyl. Yeah, my brother, my brother's collecting. He's he's more of an audiophile than I am. Yes, he is. Um, yes, he is. but I will say this: um, I did listen to there. There's a guy on YouTube that kind of he gets with these producers who've done uh, great songs. And the reason I got it, I don't know why I got onto him, but. Uh, I listened to how they made uh, Foo Fighters Everlong, oh, and great song. Yeah, there's a and that did the producers really cool. Some of them are annoying, man. Some of them are nerds who who like to hear themselves talk and and it gets boring and kind of over uh, redundant or whatever. But um, this guy who did the Foo Fighters Everlong is just a laid back dude, and this guy was he goes, is that a whatever? He goes, yeah, I think it's a whatever. They start talking about the the microphones, but what's interesting is is during the chorus and during uh, a, a part of the song, they have a woman that's humming along with the melody, and then she backs up David Grohl in the chorus, oh, wow. and they play it. So this guy basically what he does is he goes in and takes out everything and just plays that one part. Uh, and he's he goes what kind of microphone are you using for to get that sound and he goes well we're using the normal microphones but the girl was in a studio in san francisco or chicago something like that and they were in la he goes so what we did is we basically put a phone up to the up to the microphone and then called her through another phone and played the music and so she essentially was singing through the phone and they recorded it through the phone and that's how they got that unique sound and so i'm like that's ridiculous so i go in and i pull up my phone and i start to listen because i want to hear this chick singing along with david grohl in the song itself okay. couldn't hear it so we talked to our buddy chris kidwell who's a who is the big audiophile music major in school and all that and he said the streaming aspect of it kills it. So he said if you go to Tidal, which uh, essentially that's what they're they're trying to sell, is that they, they put the whole song out there. And I listened to it in my wife's car, which has the premium se uh, speaker set up. Yeah, and you can hear it, man. And when you start to hear those little intricacies of it, I can see where my brother comes from. And my dad was the same way with Pink Floyd and all that, where he's like, I want a real good set of headphones so I can hear everything that the artist was trying to push through it. Yeah, I tried. Um, I tried title for a while, man. But at the time, I just couldn't. They didn't have the catalog, right? And um, if everybody else did, I couldn't justify the price. And uh, I really felt like, um, like just Jay Z and all them were being a little snobbish about it at the time. But uh, I've I've heard that's really good. Yeah, it it now, is I mean, for an audio file. Um, I don't know if I necessarily if I'd pay for it just because I'm not listening for the intricate details of music when I'm lifting weights or mowing the lawn, you know? Right, right. And I think if I'm going to lay back and, and chill and, and listen to music for, 
the entertainment purposes, I'd rather do the, the speaker route, the, the vinyl and the expensive speakers and let it really play out. See, I'm just now getting into, into music and, and knowing who sings what and, uh, you know, good bands or good songs or, you know, what deep tracks, if you want to call it that, uh, there's just, there, there had been too much time where I just, I just wanted to hear a good song. Like I didn't yeah. care who the band was. And to be honest, it almost any song, if I could sing it, I had no idea who sung it with the exception of the, uh, you know, the big names back whenever I was young. Uh, my brother made me listen to country. So Garth Brooks, George Strait, people like that. Uh, just the huge names back in the nineties. I knew a few of those, um, boys to men, uh, my oldest brother and I, we listened to that quite a Dude, bit. R and B has disappeared. Yeah. It really has. Oh, it's and dead. it's a shame. Dude, I was listening to some nineties R and B. Remember silk? Uh, Freak. I would have to hear the song, but that's what I'm talking about. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sing them for you sing, here. Sing, sing. <laughs> I have to hear the name. No, the they, then, we're then trying to keep this G rated, man. And <laughs> silk, silk definitely like the ladies. Okay. Uh, but okay. yeah, man, I, I was just going down that, and I'm like, man, no one, no one touches Keith Sweat or Boys to Men or mm-hmm. uh, Casey and JoJo. Those guys, no one, no one touches them today. Well, Tony SWV. Braxton, do what? Was it SWV? SWV in Vogue. Yeah. Whitney even, Houston. I mean, I, I don't, they're not even. I mean, they talked about her a little bit because that Zendaya girl was going to play her in a biopic. But like, uh, Aaliyah man. I mean, oh, I know that, Aaliyah that's a was a little bit on the far end of it, but they're just no. Aaliyah was legit there. talent. That, that's what um, I'm saying. Is 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 you don't have anyone. Po- it's so auto tuned today. And oh, then you have what the what what they call it, Corey? The millennial. Oh, the woot or whatever. Yeah, or the, the millennial howl, beat or something like, and the millennial howl, howl like and then they had the millennial beat. There's there's a beat, a cadence and a beat that, and then the the woo at the beginning that, all these pop songs are starting off with now in order to bring in uh, uh, these kids or whatever. Yeah. And it's 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 less about music and more about an algorithm that's gonna. Uh, yes. draw attention so that's something that we had a conversation with a buddy of ours we went to high school with who helps produce music mm-hmm. uh, he said that there's a uh, that the beats and the rhythms that they use throughout the throughout their songs mimic your heartbeat mimic the human heartbeat just like a regular heartbeat and so it's something that uh, you can like get in rhythm with quickly easily and, right. and like relate to or something and I'm sitting back thinking a good song doesn't need tricks. Nope. It just needs it just needs a production. It needs it needs the uh, the airtime in order for people to hear it. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to spend some time and going back and kind of redoing some of my uh, playlists and mixes on uh, Spotify. And uh, I kind of started. Um, well, me and Josh, we both did this. What last year at the end of the year we did. I we called it. I called mine an all skate playlist. It was a bunch of stuff from late eighties and nineties, like when we were skating, uh-huh. skating rink age. Yeah, yeah. But then I, I did a, I started one. I just called it a mixtape, and it was going back to some of that R and B stuff, but also a vein because I, you know, I like different veins of of the different genres of music. But like New Jack Swing, like Color Me Bad, like I was like, man, I haven't heard this. Stuff. I hadn't heard some of this in a long time, uh, but it was really good. 
see one thing I really enjoy doing with music now is going is like getting on getting online looking up top 100 or top 50 lists of a certain genre and now realizing what I what I like and have liked all the time but now who sings it and then what else do they have to offer yeah. so going and then looking at <clears throat> iTunes how many songs they have that's available and which ones are are just you you can't put the music down you can't put take the earphones up out of your ear you know you got to listen to it yeah and uh, so i did that with a whole bunch of like uh what 70s 80s rock or or whatever you know there was journey foreigner um survivor all that stuff um kansas is amazing toto um, dude toto is highly underrated yes toto, does not yes. get enough airtime. so uh i just i didn't know how much i was missing out by you know let's let's say only listening to the radio oh yeah you only hear 10 songs played five times a day in a certain block of time that you can listen to the radio yeah i don't mess with the radio at all yeah i don't either not anymore yeah and, not, i mean not, now i mean streaming music's been the greatest thing ever like yes uh i used to have two of those big old notebooks full of cds and and now you have that in your phone and and it's definitely worth it absolutely one of my other one of my next favorite things is i got one of those google home minis when i get in the shower i'll just say hey google play uh journey on pandora and you know it obviously plays everything journey related right but uh whenever i don't know a song whatever the you know i know the song but maybe i don't know who sings it i'll ask i'll ask google hey who's singing and it'll tell me and then i'll go look them up yeah and it's just i mean it's just opened my eyes to to music i didn't realize i liked and uh and now it's you know it's it's really piqued my interest and maybe that's just age you know i think that's and, part of it but the, you know the the thing though is is this and it's not even millennials anymore as much as it's generation z but you look at like tiktok for example i mean you have people getting famous because they are lip-syncing or mimicking someone else yeah there's no originality whatsoever it seems like and then this could be me just acting like an old fart but being a boomer right now yeah i'm being a you're being a boomer. that's okay <laughs> i agree with you i agree with that, you. but that's what i'm saying like and I, I i i think music is just being recycled i think movies are being recycled oh yeah i think oh, dude. I, I think this what you're seeing is is you're seeing this younger generation is experiencing the same things that generations before them have experienced but they're trying to act like it's new you know yeah i see to me the one thing about the one positive thing about movies being recycled is that generally speaking those movies back in the 40s 50s 60s that are now making a resurgence or, or a what is it, like redub i don't know what it's called but they're basically the same story but with younger newer more relative uh relatable actors right to me the only good out of that is that it there are so many more uh digital capabilities nowadays that had they had those back then there there would be no reason to redo them you know yeah and but so that's the only thing i i feel like is a, a decent reason to reboot some movies. but the only thing i would argue is there's no way I would want a movie like Return of the Dragon remade. 
part of the allure of a Bruce Lee movie are the terrible sound effects and uh, that's there's you know what I mean. Fairness to that point, absolutely. Now, now so, some so of them I could see. Continues talking, but uh, yeah, no I sound. mean, Return of the Dragon. I watched that the other day. It's a great movie. I mean, it's just it's the whole thing's great. I think you would need a brute like. Jackie Chan's okay, but like you would need Bruce Lee to do it. I mean, that's part of his yeah. allure. So I think some of it, but I do, I do agree. Like, you get some second chances with some terrible movies yeah. to try and, and 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 do it. It's just like I think they're putting out everything. Well, I think you get, I think you get second chances with excellent movies too, um, just to see if if they can be as excellent as they were originally. You know, uh, I, nope, they're really, I don't want to maybe say they're not ever going to, but recreate the first three Star Wars movies that they ever did. Uh, I, I'm um, not a Star Wars guy, but I think you might be treading on some but, dangerous. Well, I, but my point is that the the technological advances that they had back in the, when, when did they do that? 70s? Something yeah. like that? It stands up. Was it 76? It's, it's something in that ballpark. And so, but the technological advances that they had then, if they had what we have now, it would be, it would be even more like awe appealing. I don't think that uh, the Star Wars movies need to be redone because I think that they were ahead of their time whenever they were created. But you have things like that, um, that uh, another example, you know, I, was, I was a Power Ranger kid. You know, I saw, I remember in my room watching on my little black and white TV, the very first Power Rangers episode ever. And, uh, and I used to watch them until they started going into like different types of Power Rangers and, uh, which is, you know, two or three years later, but they made a Power Rangers movie based on the original story. And, uh, and in terms of what they were trying to do on the TV show versus what they were able to do because of this whole Transformers generation. You know, all these Transformers movies that have been done, they were able to integrate a lot of that tech or a lot of those digital tricks to accomplish what they tried to accomplish back in the 90s or yeah. uh, late 80s, early 90s. And they it just, it was awful, awful digital quality back then on those TV shows. Now, it was a TV show and not a big movie production, so that maybe there's, there's part of the disconnect, but... Uh, but now that movie was that movie was really to me to a Power Ranger kid who grew up it was an entertaining movie I, I didn't watch it and be like oh this is garbage you know I, I thought the digital <laughs> are stuff you are you talking about the new one yeah I, I thought oh it was trash was, it was terrible no 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 I'm not talking about the quality of movie I'm not talking about Oscar nominate I'm not I don't, I don't care about it, tickle, it. it tickles oh, so the bad. nostalgia bone it's is so what it bad. does what I'm saying is like listen I like all those Transformers movies too could you imagine could you imagine trying to do those back in the 70s and, and what those would look like and to me you can't because right the, but I, I they couldn't do it and what they what they well, did they they integrated what they did for that, that Power Rangers movie and the Transformers movie and to me I thought they accomplished what they were trying in the, to go for. In the I could see from the 70s and 80s, right? But like the 90s, like Jurassic Park, for example, Yeah. I think the originals are better than the new ones. Yeah. Personally. Hmm. Uh, 
because I think you have to. I think, the the second better. one's good too. The but first I think you are, right. But that's what I'm the saying. The first two are good, but the point is, is they had to work at it. Now it's like, do this in front of a green screen, and then we'll just superimpose everything yeah. in later. Well, that's fair. That's well, fair. it depends on their approach. I mean, the thing with Power Rangers, you gotta understand, Power Rangers virtually are still using the same special effects now because it was there was a Power Rangers show in Japan before Power Rangers here. I remember it like when we were pretty young in the middle of the day on Nickelodeon, they would show like Flipper, I uh Flipper Lassie and then you know they would show a bunch of these older shows. So I think it's just they stylize that a lot like anime. Anime is its own thing. Like you could watch some anime animation and be like, this is trash. But it's it's cutting edge for those people who like that vein of animation. Well, um, and that's the other thing about, about cinema, about movies, is what's your purpose for going to the theater and watching these movies? Are you there to watch the the quality of acting and all that other stuff, which Corey, I think that's what you were referencing that that, that movie yeah. was. Well, just plot and everything was awful. Right. I, it, it did. Yeah. On, on the, the, it did, it, didn't, it didn't feel like a Power Rangers movie. Well, uh, but in, was the plot in any Power Rangers TV episode, movie, anything was was that ever good? Every single episode was life altering good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, that's my point. That you're not going there for the script of the movie and and how they execute that. You're right. going to see how did they execute like Rambo. The, you're going to see somebody's. You're going to Rambo to see the creative ways that the dude can kill somebody. Yes, you're going to see that fork go through somebody's face. Right, exactly. but there's a but there. Yeah, there's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it. The most recent one was terrible. The, Rambo? the one that came, four was really good. It was a fun yeah. little action movie. The the yeah. most the recent most one was awful. Oh, the re the most yeah, recent one terrible. you could tell they were trying to get it done as quick as yeah. possible. Yeah, it was it was oh, terrible. See, I liked it though. No, I I liked it. Trust me, man. I really enjoyed that pitchfork like. Yes. Like, awesome. like rearranging that dude's yeah. face. Like, I'm all for that. I just felt there could have been 30 minutes more storyline. At least. And, yeah. and I needed that 30 minute 50 cal scene again at the end of it. Just yeah. people that, getting mowed that story, down. That storyline's <laughs> been done before, too, though. That's the other thing. It was disappointing. Yeah. Right, going back to Power Rangers quick, I'll tell you, I liked. <laughs> you really liked the Power Rangers conversation. <laughs> yeah. We should, just, we should name this one Power Rangers. Well, hold on. I, liked, I, I liked the. Well, just to catch up, because there's been a lot said. That's I true. agree that in the first in the first two Power Ranger movies, the TV, what they did on TV did not translate well onto the movie screen. But for the um, for the new Power Rangers, I was actually okay with it. I I didn't love it. I didn't like it where they were going with it. Um, I really hope they do one with Tommy because I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Green Ranger obsessed person. Uh, but uh, did y'all? But I'm trying to. I think the storyline needed to be updated a little bit better. Uh, they could have done a much better job. Like having what's her face as Rita Repulsa was stupid. Yeah, she's um, terrible. But have you all seen the short film that got put out on YouTube and it had the guy from Dawson's Creek in it? The really dark one? Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see something gritty. And so yeah. um, that, uh, that YouTube company that makes those movies, like they do shorts like Versus... Well, the Spider-Man versus Iron Man, or some they do Street Fighter. They did a bunch of like live animation. Street Fighter is Street a movie Fighter I'd like to see redone. I agree. Well, they're, they're doing. Listen, some I love the Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, Guile uh, 
I don't know, roundhouse <laughs> kick that he would do. <laughs> have you, have you ever – Without getting tired. Yeah, have you ever read up on the production of that? They said Jean-Claude Van Damme was high on cocaine every day of production. I just blitzed out of his mind. <laughs> I mean, he was probably the same way in Bloodsport, which I just watched the other day, and I love – Deuce my man. man. You know? it's. Just, I mean, come on. Those are, those are excellent just – Right, blood sports should not be redone, though. I think I actually went to go see Street Fighter for one of my birthdays. What, Josh? What'd you say? About I said blood, blood sports blood? should not be redone. No, I, but I, uh, I don't I know what, about that. I don't know about. Uh, well, that. if you want to see what it would look like, they've made so many kickboxer movies that it had gotten no one cared anymore. But I'm telling you, the last two kickboxer movies have been good. The last one, John Claude Van Damme had a fairly decent sized role in it. Um, as I believe himself from the the original ones, potentially. I mean, but you also got to think about those type of, like, Mortal Kombat. Great film. I want to see one of those. I, I want to see a new Give me a redone Mortal Kombat. I I enjoyed watching Sub-Zero, you know, free somebody and then destroy Scorpion. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Get over here! You know, I mean, come on. In the movie theater? <laughs> no. You're talking about the movie or the video game? The movie. Yeah. The movie. Right. The movie, the movie uh, was horrible. The movie was horrible, but I also saw it when I was ten or something. Yeah, so I mean, I'm playing this video game, and then they put it out there on the big screen. Listen, Bloodsport, not that good of a movie if we're talking about quality of a movie. Uh, if it, it's in the same vein as the Quest, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, all those. I don't know if I can agree with you there, man. I no, think no. I think Bloodsport's got to be one of What's that movie with uh, oh, the bouncer who ripped the dude's throat Roadhouse? Out? Roadhouse. Roadhouse, man. Yeah, I mean, I think movies like that need to stay the way they are. Terrible. But, here's, Just, here's but they need to live in time. Here's a remake of an 80s movie you guys might not have caught. So this is probably about several years ago. Hugh Jackman had that movie Real Steel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. That is... Rock'em, sock'em, robots. That was a copycat all over the top. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Over the top, good okay. movie, by I the way. Over the was top a, was better than Real Steel. That was still a good okay, movie. Okay, okay, but it, okay, no, stop. <laughs> Real Steel was not a remake. That's a horrible. It was That's a horrible thing, claim. Dude. No, it's a similar thing. plot. No, it was a. It was more of a remake of Rocky One than anything else. The, no, no, I'm talking about the mom dying, the dad. The family. Have you noticed that in all movies? That's every Disney movie ever. The yeah. mom dies. Have you noticed that in every every <laughs> Disney movie, someone dies at the beginning? Yes. Yeah, that's how they get mom you. Mom or dad or both. Yeah. Yes. Go back though, watch Real Steel and watch Over the Top, like in the same setting. Joe, you don't have to get. I don't want to rewatch either of those movies. Yeah. Good gracious! It's the same movie. <laughs> It's not. It's it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots and Rocky. I'm pretty sure Jurassic Park was a remake of Land Before Time. Dude, at the end, <laughs> go back and <laughs> go the, go back and watch both of those. At the end of the movie, sorry if you haven't seen Real Steel. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Nobody but, did. But I mean, come on. They, <laughs> the robots get in a draw where they have to go to the cards, just like Rocky and Creed. It is a Rocky I'm remake you. with robots. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna agree to disagree there. <laughs> this is wrong. You should not agree to, to disagree. To the, 
two land before time reference, I really think Ice Age were Ice Age. Oh, goodness. Oh, real steel, uh, robot boxing, and arm wrestling. Those are the same thing. Good gracious. Yeah, don't remake another. Like, I'll quit watching the Creed franchise when Stallone's out of it. Yeah. 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 The which first, is, the first is the next one. The first one was pretty good. The second one was I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna say that director that took on making Creed two though, I thought did a pretty good job. Is that the same one who did Black Panther? I think so. Uh, Could be. Black Panther. So is the is the guy who did the second Creed the same one who did the first Creed? No, I thought. Uh, well, may, well, no. Well, yeah, we do all have phones and stuff. We can. He I'm, I'm googling it. It's Ryan Coogler. Coogler. No, Coogler did the first Creed. And he did Black Panther. Stephen Capel Jr. did uh, Creed Two. Creed Two. Yeah. The hard thing about Creed Two is that they are basically storyline remakes of uh, like two. Creed One is is like Rocky One and Two kind of combined. It seems right. like, and then Creed Two is a little bit of uh, a little bit of Rocky Three, but mostly Rocky Four. Oh yeah, dude. Stallone has no qualms about just redoing a movie. No, he doesn't. He he had nothing to do though. That's the thing with. The, oh, he the, did. No, no he, he did. did. Trust me. Too, he did not write. No, trust I'm not me. saying he. Well, nobody's saying he. He didn't write it. He just. But he, if trust you're me. Thinking that Facebook doesn't take off posts, well, and and Rocky doesn't influence yeah, Stallone the creation didn't. of the movie. Come on. Yeah, guarantee my, you that Stallone me. has some creative input into uh the creed. Uh, speaking of things that probably should never delicately yeah speaking of things that should never be redone that uh coogler guy has uh, been slotted to direct space jam 2 in 2021 uh, that's uh, gonna end up being trash man like if you uh, try to make remake that or uh who framed roger rabbit it's not gonna work yeah yeah space jam well lebron lebron just isn't jordan no. he's not the personality that jordan was no, i don't think he can do it i think lebron has his uh i think he has a potential uh future in in being an entertainer outside of basketball i think that that's possible nah. but what movie was he in that he supposedly did a pretty good job in uh nothing ever yeah no oh, it's in that LeBron with that yeah it was with that he's comedian. been in a couple but uh he was in one no he had a legit he, he <laughs> the, basically the the main guy played his agent or some publicist or something like that right and they like they were friends and yeah uh, there was one, there was a basketball game or a uh, a gymnastics meet or something that they were both at. Um, I saw the movie. I don't know what it is. It's so it was so good that nobody here. I've never seen it. it. I just know. I just heard that he did a they that they said he had some pretty decent acting chops in it. So they yes. say that he was in. Oh, come on. He was a producer. Oh no! It was that terrible movie with uh, the that horrible uh, com oh, comedian. Wreck. Yeah, Trainwreck. Yeah. Oh, dude! Yeah. If you no, saw that, the, no, I, I'm parts, saying it's the, it's bad. The but they said the parts he was in weren't terrible. Yeah, no. they said he did a pretty decent job. He, but that movie's awful, dude. I always used to love seeing it. Like, remember Eddie, Whoopi Goldberg, Eddie. Eddie, yes. Or uh, what's that movie with uh, Billy Crystal where he's the referee? Oh, oh, that's uh, a great one. And it had it had Reggie Miller in it, and that dude, I love seeing the. Uh, I can't even. I can't even think about it. I know the one you're talking about. Though. It's not Love Paris, is it? Um, anyway. I'm just gonna look at Billy Crystal. Yeah, well, he's referee, the referee movie. 
Forget yeah. Paris. Is that it? Forget Paris. Yep. Man, that's an old one. 1995. Dude, I can dust them off, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Listen, you started this whole thing off with Alf. That's all I was saying, yeah. man. I've been in well, Alf. Hey, so. keep in mind his 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 favorite movie isn't Punisher; it's Punisher War Zone. It's the bad Punisher of two terrible movies about the Punisher. Well, I mean, you know, there's. I felt like that one was. Very, a, I said I I said I was entertained by the 2017 Power Rangers. Listen, man, if you if you like, yeah, I'm own. I'm in bad company when it comes own. to <laughs> movies right here. Let's face say. Speaking of that, <laughs> I watched I watched uh, Extraction this afternoon. It was, I was, it was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. To me, listen, I Triple watched it yesterday. Here. To me, set the standard. Oh God! What? All right, we're what hanging was that? up. We're hanging up right now. What triple Frontier triple, was Triple Frontier was, was possibly the worst thing that Netflix has put out. Well, it was, it was it was horrible. Predictability. I mean, it was it was it was horrible writing and character development. And it's like a class on how not to write characters. It was terrible, yeah. terrible. It, it was a great sequel to something we've never seen. Yeah, it was yeah. it was awful. Just. Any anytime you have a movie about operators that are supposed to be like top tier operators and they just make every stupid mistake possible, I'm out. Is it worse? Yeah. That's where I check out. Okay. Well, what movie was that? You, you, Triple Frontier, the one where they have to have Ben Affleck because he holds everybody together and then he falls apart five seconds into the mission. Oh, what's over, the, what's, over, yeah, over money. The, what's the one with Ryan Reynolds period. where they just did Deadpool all over? Six again. Underground was better than Six Triple Underground. Frontier. That's what it was. Because at least okay. that movie knew what it was. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm I'm glad that you brought this up because I'm I'm dying to ask something because <laughs> you have a unique experience and a perspective here. So in in um extraction, ah. when they're getting ready to storm the building, one one of the times there was in every military or cops SWAT show I've ever watched, people do a tap thing, right? Like two taps go on this, that, and the other. So one of those Pakistani guys does this thing where he they're takes in India, Keep India, going. yeah, okay. But he takes his leg and he kicks it backwards to hit some guy in the calf. Yeah. To let him know to go for it. Is that like a real thing? Never seen it before. Okay, like we, we like, like there, there's two ways to do it. Like some people, weird. some people will like just grab like a piece of your like uniform and squeeze. Uh, sometimes you'll kick feet because your feet are supposed to be almost like laced within each other when you're stacked up on a door. So you might just kick each other's feet or you just reach back and tap with your off gun hand. All right, That's cool. the only three ways I've ever seen it done. Here's my like, question then. Cause somewhere along those lines, but it wasn't uncool. <laughs> but who, I mean, I, like, who came up with that? Like, I don't know. I think the probability of you uh, getting ready to enter a door and tripping it up and screwing everybody up would probably way too, be so, way too high for that ever to be used. I saw, I saw one Damn. similar. They were like on the bridge and they were doing that cover and move thing, and he like uh, he like kicked the guy in the butt with his with his. Uh, his foot, but like swung it backwards. Yeah, I think that's what he was talking about. Yeah, same thing. Okay. So, is that a unique? Is, are there, there going to be like military people that are like, oh, that's classic Bengal? Somebody on the internet will think that's cool. All right, that so here's. I think that was somebody. I think that was that guy's improving because his his off gun hand was away from the dude, and he was like, I got to figure out how to tap this guy. So here's my question: Has anyone ever had their head literally? hit to a 90 degree angle with another human being like extraction uh, uh yeah remember that part playing soccer where that dude literally the dude hit him with another human being that dude's the, the dude's the back of that guy's head was basically in the middle of his back remember that part am i myth it like when he first goes in to get him yeah i don't know i don't know i don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember the, that part the thing i the thing i couldn't get past with extraction was 
how all of a sudden they spoke perfect English after I'm reading subtitles. Yeah. I and mean, why were they going back and forth like Spanglish? Yeah, that's that's my point. It's like, why am I having to read subtitles when within the same conversation between two people when half of the conversation is 100% English? I mean, either make it all Hindi or whatever language and make me read subtitles the whole time. I don't know. I always like when you read subtitles and then the guy goes, oh, you speak English? <laughs> yeah, like it's just it. the cliche, like we don't want to have to do subtitles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my. And then we I don't switch know. it to English. But they did that throughout the entire movie up that, until – That was probably end. a decision that was made in post. Yeah, it was, pro yeah, it, it was probably – more of a production thing or a, a uh, editing thing. Thor movie. Give me a non-Thor movie. I, I haven't watched all the Black Hat, so I don't know if the same thing happens. But like the two significant movies I've I've seen Chris Hemsworth in, um, that were not you know Marvel, he has the same ending. So I'm like, give the guy give the guy an out other than the same, the same way. What the, the ambiguous? Did he die? No, the I mean the headshot. Oh, oh. Well, it was the same in thing his, in, it was in his neck, by the way. Yeah, he yeah, in his neck. neck, and then he escaped, and now he's watching over the guy as his yeah, head. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading about the production of that today, and the original ending was that he did die, and then they tested it in a bunch of test groups, and they didn't like it. So the compromise was: did he die? Did he not? Yeah. So they can decide if they want to make a sequel. And I think it. Well, and I think that's probably hey, more honest. The new, the new Men in Black International. He didn't get shot in the head and die. Oh. I haven't watched that one yet. The audience I mean, did. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a shot in it. <laughs> so let me, ask, let me ask you this. So did any of you guys watch um, – oh, now I'm going to forget the name of it. It was a remake they did a couple of years ago. Um, break, breaking Point? No, no point, point, break. point Break. Yeah, no. I saw it. No. It's awful. Did you like it? It's awful. But I'm I'm probably going to be an outlier here and say that the original Point Break was also a really stupid movie. So uh, I never saw the original. Well, I, I the original. I feel like Keanu Reeves had a hard time getting out of out of Ted character. Yeah. Like yes, they came out so close to each other that it's, it it was hard. Like I think if you watched it now or. Was did Speed come out before or after that? I think it was after. I think it was after. Yeah, so I think I think Speed kind of sh shifted the because dude, the guy was Ted. You know what I mean? He was the whole time. I mean, and so I yeah. I think he 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 risked getting typecasted until he went into into Speed, and then uh now he's I mean he's just he's made some of the greatest franchises out there matrix is great yep uh john wick the john wick series is great uh, pretty so solid good. bill and ted is we'll see what this third one does but uh if it if it keeps on board with two it's going to be great it's going to be hard without george carlin though yeah, yeah. But, what was he uh, rufus yeah yeah it's, it's going to be hard without george carlin but we'll see i'm going to watch it for sure definitely Do you think um, like here's a sequel coming out that I think we've all wanted for a long time, but the more I think about it, I'm afraid they're going to screw it up, and that's Top Gun. Now I want to watch it. I think it's going to be better than the. It's going to be better than the original Top Gun. I guarantee it. Yeah, well, I, I hope so. so. Nostalgia probably won't keep, won't allow people to admit it for a while, but what what 
Tom Cruise did and put the entire cast through in order to make that movie, I think it's going to be legit. I think it's probably going to be the best like airplane fighting movie ever made. I would agree with that based on what I've seen. Yeah, there, each cockpit had six IMAX cameras in it. Like Are that's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, the, the people in the plane, like the actors in the plane, actually flew at Mach one or Mach. 3. Yeah, I don't know what the mocks are, but oh, wow. yeah. Uh, they act Blue and got used to it and felt the nausea and they felt the just all the upside down spinning around taking off from zero to Dude. a thousand and, five and i was a big fan of the first top gun yeah. and i'm a big fan of the first top gun soundtrack hands down say like kenny loggins some of kenny loggins best work <laughs> yes. Yes, well, I, I've, always, I've always had a philosophy if you got a surround sound system you had to watch top gun one of the first things you watch to it with it. I, I just, I'm, I'm a, I seriously enjoy the movie. So I'm hoping this one does good. And what's his name? They cast for uh, Goose's son. I think looks spot on. Yeah, I hate, I hate that dude as an actor though. I think he's awful. Is Val Kilmer? He's in very, it? he's very monotone and only can ever be himself. Uh, yeah. Is Val Kilmer? My, Miles Teller. That's his name. I, yeah, I liked him in some stuff. Though. I think in the Footloose remake, he was good. He played. He really oh, oh my gosh listen if it's good and in the footloose remix is it or remake is it really good no, no i'm just saying i thought he did a good job <laughs> i don't i don't think no. the, the whole thing threw me off for a couple different reasons but um but also see i'm one of the guys that liked the fantastic four reboot <laughs> so completely discredit yourself this dude has the worst portfolio ever of movies he likes the cinema non-expert oh my goodness michael b jordan in a marvel movie I liked it. oh man and i like miles fan for the fan four stick that's what everybody calls it that's fair oh it's so bad no he was good in whiplash whiplash is his best movie by far miles teller so joe to say that you're yeah. Like a little on edge, or not on edge, but uh, leery about the whole new Top Gun movie is almost like saying you weren't going to watch Rocky Five or Creed movies after the first four Rockies because uh, how could they be in any way, shape, or form as good or better? It's it's not that Rocky Five is terrible. Rocky Five is absolutely garbage, but you're you're gonna watch it if you've never seen it. And maybe you stay off the internet and don't research it. If you've watched the first four, you're going to watch number five just to see what happens. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about And Top then Gun. you're going to watch Creed's. I'm excited about it, but I was, I've just been questioning, is it going to be a letdown? Because but, some of the remakes and sequels they're coming out with. You can't do are. that. I don't think so. Iceman's a four-star general, it, baby. Is it going to be a letdown? Now, I, what I hope they do, I hope they take some time and fill in the backstory. I really want to know, you know, yeah, I like know what happened to those dudes. Where, where he's been, what he's done. Iceman makes a four-star general, which is obvious. Clear. We knew that's where it was going. Even though Kilmer's not in the movie? Kilmer is in the movie. I thought, the Kilmer, I thought Kilmer wasn't in the no, movie, and he was upset about not being, being asked. Now he's in there. Oh. Admiral I mean, Tom Iceman Kazansky. Now, is it just his character? Or is it? Ed Harris is playing Jester. We have Tom really? Skerritt coming back as like a as a mentor because I think we need that. Who? Tom Skerritt, the uh, guy that always plays like an angry commander. Nope. Yeah, no, like the original instructor. Wasn't he Jester? <laughs> Top Gun. 
No, Jester was the other one. Uh, okay, so then what Viper. was his name? Viper. Viper. The one that actually flew against him, right? Yeah. Well, so Jester flew against Jester him, too. too. Yeah. Jester's yeah, no, coming back. So I, th I might be thinking of the other guy. The yeah, one that, the one from Starship mind. Troopers. No. Yeah. Uh, so you got Times Cruz, uh, Miles Teller, Jennifer Conley, John Hamm as Merlin. Uh, Glenn Powell as Hangman. Really? Yeah. Lewis Pullman, Ed Harris as Jester. Uh, Val Kilmer as uh, Iceman. Monica Barbero as Phoenix. Dude, I think that's the best part of the show, too, or that movie is, like, just the nicknames. Oh, yeah. Charles Parnell is Sundown. Jay Ellis is Payback. <laughs> Danny Ramirez is Fanboy. I mean, a little bit Jay Picking like is Slider. Why wouldn't they have brought Raymond Lee is Viper. Yeah. I don't know. Same reason, they didn't, same reason they didn't bring back the same guy to play Jester. Oh, I mean, weird. it's... They, the guy, you know, they said no or, or whatever. You know, you know, I mean, they I reached still, out to those people first. But yeah. I really thought it was. I mean, Tim Robbins is a good actor, but I thought like that was just like still one of probably his more random castings. It was. He was a little out of place. I thought. I thought the same thing with the Walker Texas Ranger sidekick. Cordell. Oh yeah. no. The guy who uh, played uh, uh, Mavericks real after Goose died. Oh, yeah. Or are yeah. you talking about in the Walker, Texas Ranger TV series? I'm talking about, in, yeah, Cordell in the Walker, Texas Ranger series. Oh, he was, he was great in Walker, Texas Rio Ranger. You're crazy. Huh? You thought he was not a good actor for Top Gun or for Walker, Texas Ranger? No, I'm saying if you look at that guy's body of work, right? Okay. He didn't exactly get a whole bunch of, like, action movies after that. Okay. Well, he was also, it was one of the most minor roles that had uh, that was, had lines in he, that whole movie. Wasn't he the hacker in uh, Die Hard? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the action movie, man. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's <laughs> not, he's not wielding that a gun. Is the, you know what? I'm gonna. That's the, <laughs> I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the on that one. I'm, I'm, we got out of politics and Joe started like flaring my <laughs> <laughs> Clarence Gill Gill Gilliard is his name. Yeah. 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 I, th I think he's a good actor. I mean, for what he does. He, oh, his name I, was, don't, I don't see him ever being a main guy. His name wasn't Cordell. It was uh, Trevette in the show. Well, Cordell sounded right. Who's Cordell? You're just thinking of you're just thinking of Steelers quarterbacks. Maybe. Well, no, I think he used to be. I think he was a cowboy. Oh, Cordell was uh, Chuck Norris's last name on the show. He was Cordell. Yeah, Cordell. Or his first Walker. name was Cornell. Trevette was was his sidekick. All right. So what about what about Iron Eagle? <laughs> Those movies are awful. Dude, I, I know. I So I, I work with in the defense industry, right? So had a Navy Navy guy come in and a uh, and then my buddy who's an Air Force guy. And, dude, those guys, every every day, man, they would get into an argument and, these, and Top Gun and Iron Eagle come up and they would use them as insults with each other. Because Iron Eagle is essentially the Air Force version of Top Gun, yeah, <laughs> and so they would just they would call each other, and so they they would use it as an insult every time. Man, he's like, "All right, whatever you say, Top Gun." He's like, "Don't forget Iron Eagle," and they right, leave down, the room. It's, it. Yeah, it was hilarious. 
But I've never seen Iron Eagle. Yeah, don't. I've seen what? the end of it. What? Those movies with, are trash. Oh, listen, with all these other you things that you said you've seen, the Bruce Lee's, the Blood Sports, all these Man. other things, you haven't seen Iron Eagle. I have not. I couldn't find it. On I saw the end of it. Services, so I bought it on Amazon. So I'll... I'll yeah, I'll hook, find a way to share it with you, Josh, if you want to watch it. We can do that. It's a great yeah. movie, man. We can do that. Anyway, okay, fellas. Okay, I'm not going to say it's a great movie, Josh. I'm going to say that <laughs> if no. you think all these other movies shouldn't be remade, you should go watch that one. I'll, I'll check it out. Well, if you like, if you like <laughs> yeah. That's the cover for Iron, Iron, Iron Eagles down my... That dude, like that's all. integrated music into movies in the 80s, you'd like to show. Oh, yeah, the, go, watch to, uh, go watch Iron Eagles... For the soundtrack only. Dude, I he just showed me the movie poster and that looks like it's right down my alley. Uh, I, that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Hey, that, that's probably a good call. Hey guys, that was the crossover between Top of the Dude Chain and the Average Joe's Media Podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. That was the COVID crossover. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it's the first of many because as you probably heard in there, Josh is moving to Tennessee and, and so... Uh, the crossover events are going to uh, maybe maybe uh, increase a little bit, and there'll they'll be distance crossovers again. So hopefully that came off pretty good, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed the topics and, and the conversation. We always do. And again, we just want to say thank you to Top of the Dude Chain for thinking of us, and, uh, and that we're happy to do it anytime. Uh, this is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. You can find us on all social media platforms, all podcasting platforms, uh, the ones we recommend, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Uh, check us out on uh, our Instagram page, Facebook page, and our website, AverageJoesMedia.com. Uh, until next time, this is the Average Joe Boo speaking for the Average Joes, telling you to keep it clean. One, two, three, and two to four. Average Joe and Joe Boo on your radio. Ready, make a podcast, so turn it up. Cause you know we about to mix it up. With music, sports, games, and more. On the podcast, things you think you don't care about. Ain't nothing but a Joe thing, baby. Two guys with mics getting crazy. We picking up material daily. So don't miss an episode.